0: Welcome to the Life Coaching Spot Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one, oh my word, this one is called Getting Out of the Driver's Seat. And this one is for my listeners who like to dive into the deeper stuff because we're going to get into the God thing just a little bit. And maybe you refer to it as universe or spirit or higher self, whatever you like to call it. I use them all. We're going there. So the way I see it, there are two ways to walk through this world. You're either in the driver's seat or you're the vehicle that's being driven. And most of us are sitting in the driver's seat 100% of the time. Whether you're out there getting stuff done or you're laying in bed, you're in the driver's seat, you're driving. And you're probably thinking, well, yeah, that's exactly where I want to be. Because if I, you know, if I'm not driving, nothing's going to happen, right? I'm going to end up a bag lady or something. My life's going to be over or something like that. But let's take a closer look at what it really means to be in the driver's seat, Because, first of all, it's a lot of pressure. If you're the driver, then you're responsible for this whole thing. Your life, I mean. And if you think about it like that, I mean, no wonder people are walking around with anxiety. And they are. Go out on the street and really look at people. Look into their eyes. not relaxed. They're not calm. There's fear in their eyes. They're, you know, busy thinking about the next thing and whether or not they deserve this thing or whether or not they can do that thing. It's a lot of fear. Look, just look, just pay attention. You'll see. You'll see. I know you know what I'm talking about anyway, because we all feel it right? And we're all aware of it. And we all feel each other. So we're all experiencing this anxiety thing together. But when you're in the driver's seat, it means you need to know where this vehicle is going and how it's going to get there. Which means you're going to have to sort through all the possibilities and narrow it down to one path. And basically shutting off all the other paths. And this is nerve-wracking. Are you with me? Because what if you make the wrong choice? I mean, you can see why some people choose to settle for the job that just pays the bills, right? You know, to avoid this kind of pressure, right? Or maybe you're the person who is powering through you know, micromanaging every single step, you know, maybe that's more like you working really hard to get it done. If you don't get it done, no one else is going to do it, you know, exhausting. Well, I know this path because that's, that's been me. So now I'm going to make the case for choosing the vehicle instead and what I'm talking about is stepping out of the control and allowing something bigger to step in and do the driving. And maybe this sounds good in theory, but it's not really practical with everything you've got going on. I know. I, I know. But I'm inviting you to let go of what you think isn't possible and step into curiosity about this. Because I promise you, if you can find a way to put this into practice, you're going to begin to understand the secret that some people seem to have mastered. You know the ones, the ones that are walking around with ease, with a spring in their step, even though... Maybe they have a lot going on, but they're just so relaxed and you're wondering, how are they doing this, you know? So what do I mean by be the vehicle instead of the driver, right? Well, I'm going to tell you and then I'm going to share a story that um, demonstrates how it works. So being the driver instead is all about surrender. Surrendering to something bigger than yourself. You know, whether you refer to it to this something bigger as as God or universe, Holy Spirit, higher self, the trees, whatever whatever you want to call it. Um spirit Uh, depending on who I'm talking to, I call it any any of those things. Um, But being the vehicle means giving up on thinking you're in charge um, and allowing something bigger to be in charge instead. And now, if if you hear the word surrender as giving up, stay with me because it is so much better bigger and rewarding than giving up. But yeah, it does mean giving up on your control. But what you get in exchange is way more than you could ever imagine. You know, and and we've heard those spiritual teachings on this subject, but do we listen? You know, to let go and let God, right? Give it all up and gain everything. Now, let me qualify here. I'm not saying let go and do nothing. No, no way. No way. You have a very important role. Your role is to show up and be the vehicle. Because without the vehicle, nothing happens, right? You know, I love how Marianne Williamson says, we think that if we hand it all over to God, God's going to give us some other plan that we wouldn't want to sign up for. No way. God wants what you want. The thing is that God knows the easiest and most joyful, delightful way to get it. And you don't. You don't. So I decided, uh, to travel alone recently to Paris. Some teachers that I love were doing a course and I was just, I was inspired to say yes. So I bought a ticket before I could second guess myself (laughs) and I was going. And now traveling alone is not something I do ever. You know, I did it in my early 20s when I even thinking about it. But you know what? I'm getting near 50 and I'm directionally challenged for one. So if I travel anywhere, uh, I travel with my husband who loves to take care of all the details, (laughs) but I said yes to this and it was just something inside of me knew I needed to do this. Now, did I have doubts? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And was I terrified? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't really know the first thing about traveling alone, and especially, um, especially to another country where I didn't speak the language, right? But I had a ticket, and I was going. And this was an opportunity for me to work on the very thing that I encourage my clients to work on all the time, letting go, surrender, having faith. Because if you're always in control, you're leaving no room for the miracles, no room for the invisible hands to step in and help And not only that, you're limiting the possibilities for the outcome because your mind has, you know, it's, it's limited and it limits the paths, right? It narrows everything down. So, you know, you're. You know, it's just gonna make it harder, <laughs> right? Because you've only got then one way, and so then you're working harder to get there. You know what I mean? There's this uh, daily prayer in the Course in Miracles, which is my uh, guidebook, by the way, and it goes like this: What would you have me? Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? Into whom? And I mean, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? What a prayer. What a prayer. Because it really takes it all out of your hands, right? You're asking. You're asking to be guided. You know, you're allowing yourself Or opening yourself up to something bigger than your own ego. And that is exactly what I did. But because beyond reserving my little hotel and uh, getting my outfits together, there was just no time to figure this whole thing out. How to make this... Happen. I had two weeks, and when I looked at everything that was going to go into having it all figured out, it was just too much. It was overwhelming. So I either had to trust that I would be guided or I was going to work myself into a control (laughs) frenzy. So I trusted. And the first challenge was my flight to JFK Airport. Uh, to, New, to New York uh, got canceled due to a snowstorm the night before I was going to fly. <clears throat> so here was that something bigger right out of the gate showing me I didn't have any control. <laughs> no, no way. Um, because who controls the weather, right? And no amount of planning would have changed that. Right. So I was rescheduled on a flight to LaGuardia airport um, two hours before my international flight was flying out of JFK. Right. On a different airline. Yeah. My tickets weren't even connected to the same airline. And my flight to Paris wasn't delaying due to weather. (laughs) So I happened to have um, had a a call with my coaching buddy, who also happens to be a pilot, um, that evening. So you know what, I was like, I'm just going to call my friend. And... Um, I told her the story and, you know, she couldn't really help me with, um, my flight, changing my flights or anything, but she did give me the number for her New York cab driver, Anthony. So I contacted Anthony immediately and set up a pickup at LaGuardia airport. Oh my gosh. Um, and he... He told me he was, he would do his best to be there when I landed. But he also told me that I'd be landing in a terminal where the drivers aren't allowed to, to pick, to do pickup. So I was going to have to hop on a purple bus and head to Terminal K. Oh my word. Oh my word. Okay. Okay. So I just kept, I just kept moving forward. I just kept moving forward, doing the one next thing and trusting that when it came to the next thing, I'd know what to do or I'd be shown, right? I was truly letting go and surrendering and letting go and surrendering means your job is just to show up and be guided, right? And like I said, I didn't know how to do any of this. So it was literally like this. Get to the airport. Okay, I've got my mission. Get to the airport. That's it. That's all I'm thinking about, right? Check in for my flight. Okay, I can do that. So easy. Check in for my flight. All right. Go through security. Oh, my word. Yeah, I can do that. (laughs) Walk through the line. Get on the plane, right? And so that's how my mind was working. Do the one next thing. You're being guided. So I just tell myself, I've got one thing to do. And when I landed in LaGuardia, I had one mission. Look for a purple bus, right? And head to Terminal K, right? And call Anthony, right? So look for the purple bus. Look for the purple bus. So as soon as I landed, I beelined out of the plane aiming for purple, And my phone rang and it was Anthony. And he told me to go out the side door. He's like, abandon uh, the purple. Don't go to the purple bus. Just go out the side door and look for, look for, he described his van and just jump in the van. Don't look around. Just jump in the van. I'm like, okay, okay. My next one thing right? Abort the purple mission and look around uh, for a side door. Found it. Walk out. Um, I, walk, I found it, walked out, um, hopped, in the, hopped in the van, and away we went. Now, we're pulling away, and I happened to look to my left, and I saw on the front of a blue and gray bus, the words scrolling across the windshield, purple route. (laughs) Oh, my word. The universe has such a sense of humor. The bus, the purple bus wasn't even purple. And I I was laughing and crying at the same time. As I, you know, I thanked Anthony for being my angel. Oh my God. Oh my word. I was so being guided. And this is how my entire journey to Paris went. My what was Paris. I don't know how, but I was showing up for the next step, you know, and trusting that what I needed would be available when I needed it and it was, I had an amazing time and one angel after the next, you know, stepped in to guide my way at the very moment that I needed a hand. Yeah. Now, you know, I had to figure I, I, I I tried to figure if I, yeah, if I had tried to figure this whole thing out on my own, let me just say, I I would have ended up, you know, probably aborting the whole mission. I, I probably would have canceled. Like if I had listened to what my mind was saying to me, oh my word, I it was just too stressful. Forget it. You know, well, let's just take it as a loss, Kath, you know? But I decided not to listen to what my mind was saying. You don't know how to do this. you don't even speak the language. You don't even know where to get the the cash your money in for you know euros. you know, there are too many things. just you know, my mind just going on and on and on. How would I, too stressful. Oh yeah, too stressful. just just don't go. It's fine. It's fine. No, I decided to let you know what let go. <laughs> And be guided. So. I decided to get out of the driver's seat and just be the vehicle instead. And and yeah, I, I had to show up in order to have any of this happen, right? No vehicle, no adventure. And being the vehicle, you know, it. It doesn't mean you don't get to enjoy the the ride. No way. No way. It means you get to enjoy the experience so much more. Because you're not only the driver, but you're also the passenger. And and what a ride, right? It's like you're finding out as you go. It's exciting. It makes it so much more exciting. Right? You're not stressed. You're just You're just being like, I wonder what's next, right? You're in the wonder of it all. And how amazing is that? You just keep saying, show me, show me, I'm available. I'm available. So beautiful. You see what I mean? You know, and if you decide to do this in your life, How exciting every day gets to be to wake up and say, show me, show me, show me. I don't know the how, right? Just I surrender how I think this needs to go down to allow for something bigger to show up. And then you're paying attention. Then you're paying attention for the miracles that that are in front of you that you probably would have missed had you been marching through getting it done, right? Yeah. So if this topic has stimulated more questions in you, great. Tell me about it. Or if you have stories of your own about how you surrendered and experienced miracles, I want to hear about it. You can email me at Kathy at the Lifecoachingspot.com. Don't forget the, the. Kathy at thelifecoachingspot.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Blessed be. If you wanna apply for one-on-one coaching with me, or to schedule a free 30-minute discovery call with me. You can visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com. And I can't wait to meet you. Peace and blessings.